The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. The boxer shorts of all podcasting. <laughs> I was thinking this week, like, what is the vibe that my podcast is? And in my reviews, a lot of people are like, man, his voice is so relaxing. Put on this podcast when you want a relaxing voice. And I was like, so my podcast is like a pair of boxer shorts. Like, stuff's just all over the place. It's just relaxing. It's like putting on a pair of boxer shorts. So that is what I think about that. But anyway, I'm glad to be back, guys. I'm glad to be back. Last week, I had to release a podcast a little bit early because as I talked about, Hurricane Florence was headed toward the Carolina coast. And I live in the Carolinas, so I was like, I want to get my podcast out. You know, I got my priorities right. <laughs> and um, But thankfully, where, um, where I reside, it just turned out to be like some winds, like some wind gusts and rain. Like, I didn't even lose power during this thing. And uh, so that's cool. I know the people uh, down by the, the coast got pounded pretty hard, so... That sucks, but thankfully, it's all good here. And uh, look, let me tell you this real quick, and then I'll get into the podcast. So I was watching the Weather Channel when all of the storm was first coming in. I was watching the Weather Channel, you know, saying what's, what's up, what's going on. And there was this weather guy, and he was like, the winds, this is the worst that the winds have been. And, I mean, he was rocking back and forth, and he had both of his uh, legs, like, strat like he was sitting on a horse almost, like, straddling the, the, you know, the ground because the wind was blowing him, and one leg was coming up, and... He had, like, a windbreaker on and, like, some baggier pants that you could see blowing in the wind. And he was just really acting like the wind was something else. Well, then during the broadcast, two guys walked casually behind him. Just <laughs> were walking casually behind him. I think it looked like they were talking. One of them even stopped and looked at his, at his phone. I think at one point... That's what it looked like to me. And as soon as that happened, I busted out laughing because this guy's acting like the wind's blowing him off his, you know, his his legs. And then these two dudes just casually stroll into the background. And I was like, this is hilarious. And I was cracking up. And then I forgot about it. Well, within a couple hours, it was all it was like trending on the internet and people were making little gifts out of it. And it turned out to be this this big deal. But I'd watched it live, so I was like, this is great. Other people saw it, too. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, you know, some people are more dramatic than others. Some people are just more dramatic than other people, and that's cool. But, I mean, just the way that this guy was acting just totally cracked me up. And And you guys have probably seen what I'm talking about. But if you have not, you need to look it up because that was just that just made me smile. It made me laugh. 
And maybe if you watch, I'll make you laugh too. But I got a lot to talk about today. Today's my birthday. Today is my birthday. It's also my 40th episode today. And it's also like, I think it's the five month mark for the Glenn Thing Stuff podcast. And I mean, it's five months. So I should have 20, around 20 episodes out. But I have 40 because at first I was putting out a lot more podcasts, <laughs> just cranking them out, cranking them out as fast as I could. Uh, kind of in the beginning, I didn't really put a lot of prep into it. I would just ramble. And I don't put too much prep into it now, but I like it to be a little bit. I mean, I like it to be, even though it's a pair of boxer shorts, I still want to put a little bit into it. And so um, that's what I got going on today, people. So happy birthday to me. This is a happy birthday song I like to sing right now to something really special and near and dear to me. So here goes nothing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to my afterbirth wherever you are. Well, there's a first time for everything, and that's the first time I ever sang happy birthday to my afterbirth. (laughs) But it was a part of me for a long time, people. And I know that if you're new to this podcast, just give me a chance, because there are so many thoughts that the average person has on a daily basis, and 95, 99% of those thoughts never grace people's lips. And so this podcast is just about some of those thoughts, and it's all fun. It's all in fun. It's not to be taken seriously. If I am being serious at some point of the podcast, you'll probably know by the tone, because I get a serious tone. But I'm not doing that right now, and I I wanted to talk about afterbirths. I wanted to talk about placentas and afterbirths today that you're connected from your umbilical cord to. And, like, I've never really thought about it, really. But I was thinking about what happens to these things after you are born, you know, because you're in the womb, in the womb, um, with the afterbirth, unless you're adopted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So you're in the you're in the womb with these these placentas, right? And then when you come out, is a placenta and an afterbirth the same thing? I think that's the same thing. Like it's a placenta when you're in there, and then after you're born, that's the afterbirth, right? Is that right? I hope that's right. That's what I've assumed. Why does it change names after it comes out? What's up with that? What is up with that? But anyway, I was thinking about what happens to these things after you're born, right? I was thinking about that this week. I, where, what did they do with them, you know? And so I Googled it, like, where does my afterbirth go to? And um, so 
I was I started to read, you know, and immediately I was pretty grossed out just by what I was reading about. It just I was like, yuck. And so I stopped reading about it and I was like, well, you know, my lack of knowledge, I can just accept that and I'll just assume whatever I want and maybe that will make me more creative and thinking about it if I don't actually know what happens to it. I think that laws vary by state. Some people take it and plant a tree on it and do all kinds of stuff that I'm not even going to go into because I just don't want to because... (laughs) But... I wanted to I wanted to talk about what it would be like if these things just stayed attached, right, to your belly button, right? They just stayed like your umbilical cord stayed attached to them. And what would that be like if you just had to go through life with a placenta attached to your belly button? They didn't cut the cord. It's just kind of like a part of who you are, right? As a person, it's just a it's like a human accessory kind of and I was thinking about, well, what would you do? Like, would you, would you just, would people just casually walk around cradling, you know, their afterbirth? Or would you have to get, like, if you had a job or something, would you have to get some kind of sling to put it in? Or if you were like a teenager, would you like try to carry it in some kind of cool way? Like, like fling it over one shoulder, like, Kind of like a hobo does with the little hobo stick, <laughs> you know, except it would be your afterbirth or placenta, whatever, 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 whatever. And, um, well, I guess it wouldn't be called that. If it's like an extension of who you are, I, it probably wouldn't have a name at all. Well, it would have a name, but it wouldn't be like an afterbirth. I don't think it would be called something else like the like your belly button skin ball. And I was just like, what would that be like, man? What would that look like? And that's, that cracked me up just when I started thinking about people walking around with these things. And then I started thinking about, like, well, as you got older, you know, would it not be, would it start looking weird, you know? Like, you know, with the, you know how the, you'll be talking to somebody and they'll have, like, a mole or some feature, like a long curly hair coming out of a mole or a or a uh like out of their ear or something and you're trying to talk to them and look at them but your eyes keep going over to this thing you know would it be like that would it start would it start looking all crinkly and weird and now i started thinking about that seinfeld episode and if you're not a seinfeld fan i'm sorry but there are a ton of seinfeld fans that will get this reference and if you're not, you totally should be because that is, the, I mean, that was like the perfect storm. But uh, in comedy sitcoms, it was just hilarious because it's a show about nothing, kind of like my podcast. Um, but anyway, there was this episode where I think George and Jerry and Elaine, I'm not sure about Kramer, but I know the three George, Jerry and Elaine adopted like the these old people. They would go sit with these old people. They'd do stuff with these old people. And I think that they did it for selfish reasons because they were kind of selfish people in that show. And that's kind of made it more funny. But I remember that Elaine got with this lady and this lady had a huge goiter coming out of her neck, right? And Elaine was trying to like 
play it off nonchalant you know like she didn't even notice it and this lady's like are you looking at my goiter and Elaine's like what goiter and she said this football shaped goiter coming out of my neck (laughs) and so thinking about the whole afterbirth thing kind of made me think about that and I was like ah that's funny you know would you look at people's weird um if they had a weird looking afterbirth would you just stare at it but you know what would football players do that's a question that needs to be answered. If you were a football player, where would you put this thing? You know, would they give you would they give you a little backpack type deal? That's the only way that I thought, you know, it could work. And then it would have to be padded, you know? And that's just that would be odd, man. To have your afterbirth slung over on your back while you're trying to play sports. But what about would it get cold? Would it be exposed? Or would you have like, would you put a little toboggan on it? <laughs> would it wear a little hat? Would you put a little hat on your, on your placenta? So that was a thought that I was thinking about this week. And I know, I mean, it's my birthday, man. It's my birthday. That was a part of me. It hasn't been a part of me for all the years that I've been alive, my 37 years of life on this planet, you know, but before I was born, it was totally a part of me. It was totally a part of me. And so I thought I would just give a shout out to my afterbirth, wherever it is, if it's listening, hello. But I was thinking about, you know, that you can't help but, as you get older, you kind of can't help but reflect back, you know, over your life, which is good to do. And I mean, it's, it should be done seriously, I guess. And, you know, I've done a little bit of that, and I'm going to talk about that later in my podcast today. But, you know, something that I was thinking about, you know, other than the afterbirth deal was what habits do I still have from childhood, you know, that growing up didn't take away, you know, because a lot of habits that children have as you mature and you get older um, a lot of those habits fall by the wayside. And, I mean, I guess maturity, you know, changes a lot of the habits that you have as a child. But I was thinking about what habits do I still have that just never, like I could never shake. And it was interesting to think about. It, it is an interesting thing to think about. And so I thought about it, and then I was like, oh, that's a good one. And I saved it on my phone, and then I'd think of another one. But, it's I mean, you should think about it. You should totally think about it because it's fun to think about, like, what do I do that I was still doing? You know, what am I still doing now that I was doing as a kid? And a couple of the ones that I came up with was I love candy. Like, I still, to this day, I still love candy. I know if there's anyone healthy that's listening to my show right now, they're like, sugar's bad. And I know that sugar's bad, right? I know sugar, your body doesn't process. It's like your body's not like, oh, yeah, sugar. You know, sugar is not good for you, um, especially large amounts of sugar and candy. But it's something that was such a priority when I was young. Like, a lot of my world revolved around candy because I just loved to eat candy and a lot of times now still and i've talked about this in other podcasts are you know is my love for like gummy bears um when i'm 
put in a podcast together. Sometimes I'll eat some gummy bears. Um, and it's not a regulated amount. I'd say that's the good part about being an adult is your candy is not regulated as heavy. Yeah, you know, it's like the your parents are the government and they're trying to regulate something. That the parents are your government in your in your life as a child. Like they will tax you. It's like a candy tax, you know? And you might have you know, you might get this big bag of candy from a grandparent or something as a gift, but then you have the parents that stick their fingers in and say, all right, you can have this much and I'll take this much and save it for your, this, this many gummy bears is social security gummy bears. And you're just like, man, what's up with that? That's not fair. But I mean, it just teaches you, you know, what's coming, I guess. So that's one. Another one is that I still fight sleep for dumb reasons, you know, and maybe when I was young, maybe it was that, you know, I wanted to just stay up later. I wanted to stay up past my bedtime. You know, that's the main goal is when bedtime is getting close. Okay, I want to fight sleep if there's an opportunity to stay up. And if I'm tired, I want to stay up past my bedtime because that's a rule and that's, you know, something that I'm made to abide by. And so I totally want to make it past that time on the clock, whatever that time is. And now that I'm older and I can stay up however late that I want, no matter how irresponsible it is, sometimes, especially on weekends, I'll find myself fighting to to stay awake Like if I want to finish a show on Netflix or watch another show on Hulu and I'm like, well, I don't want to miss it, but it's not going anywhere, (laughs) you know? So sometimes I still fight sleep for dumb reasons, right? That's something else that I do. Farts are still funny. Farts are still funny to me. And I think that it's a juvenile, juvenile, juvenile sense of humor that I have. And I hope that it never changes. I hope that that never changes because I like to laugh at things that are just childish. You know, I think that I think that those kinds of things are funny and I think that normal mature adults their reaction to those things is almost funnier to me now because I'm an adult too. It it's funny to watch the 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 discomfort in people's faces, you know, when there's snickering going on about something you know juvenile juvenile so that's something else you know that I thought about and I still like cartoons I still like cartoons you know not all cartoons my cartoon um what I like in a cartoon has definitely changed but I still I'll still watch cartoons I don't have any problem with it that's I enjoy that All right, and lastly, but not leastly, because I'm not going to drag this out. I'm not going to drag this out all day and make it boring because I want you to think of your own things, too. I still don't like tying my shoes. I still dread tying my shoes, right? I don't know why. It's not laziness. I don't think that it's laziness. I think that it's just like, ah, every time I put these things on, when you put a shirt on, it's like, bam, it's on. When you put a pair of pants on, bam, they're on. You know, and shoes, unless they're just slide-on shoes, it's just, you know, slide-on shoes are cool, or even Crocs. 
but um just tying my shoes I'm just like man there's this whole process and I'm just like a child when it comes to tying my shoes and and so what I'll do is when I have to wear like a pair of running shoes or you know something like that I'll loosen the 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 strings the strings in them the shoelaces that's what they're called they're not called shoes well there are they are called shoestrings I'll loosen the the shoestrings um, and I'll just kind of loosen them all the way down. And then like my pants will go over them a little bit. So you really can't tell that my shoes aren't tied. If I'm going to be in a situation with a lot of adults and I need them to know that I'm an adult as well. And, I, and, you know, sometimes I'll drive to this place and I'll just put it off till the last minute, like put off tying my shoes to the last moment that I possibly you know, can, and then I will open my car door when I get to wherever I'm going, and I'll just be like, oh, God, tie my shoes, and I'll tie my shoes when I arrive at the destination, so those are just a few things about me that, that haven't changed since I was a child that I thought were funny, that I thought, you know, would be cool to talk about today on today's episode of the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. But before I go any farther, as you know, if you listen to my podcast, as you know, about mid-episode, I like to throw a promo in um, for another podcast. And um, so that's what I'm going to do now. And it is my 40th episode today. And it's my birthday episode today. And it is the fifth five-month Mark for the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. So I thought what I would do today is um, I would run a promo that I've run before. Um, But it's a special podcast to me. It's called The Conspired. Well, it's called Conspired. And it is a podcast about um, true crime and paranormal things strange and unusual things and this podcast is really special to me it's one of the podcasts um one of the few podcasts that as soon as it hits i'm listening to it usually within a couple hours and then i'm like oh man you know how you do when like one of your favorite shows comes on uh netflix and you just binge it and then you're like dang it it's going to be a year, and I just watched that in three days. <laughs> That's kind of how Conspirit is for me. I love these guys. Natalie and Gerald are just the bomb, and they're good people. You can just tell by listening to them that they're good, fine people. And uh, me and Gerald are tight. Gerald uh, is the husband. It's a husband and wife duo. And and uh, me and Gerald are tight. We're boys. We're homies. And we go back and forth a lot on Twitter and we'll run things by each other. And um, and I've really enjoyed getting to know him on, on, a, on Twitter, which is, um, that's been cool. And they've shouted me out a bunch on their podcast. And um, Natalie's great. Natalie's like the, the dude, you want to talk about some research? You need to listen to Conspired because this lady, Gerald does research too, but this lady, like when she's researching a true crime deal, 
she will be like, wow, I watched all the court, you know, stuff and I read this book and I'm just like, good Lord, <laughs> you know, a lot goes in to their, so much goes into their podcast and it's almost intimidating to me because, um, about a month ago or a couple weeks ago, um, I talked about publicly on my podcast, I was talking about the idea of, um, starting maybe a once a month true crime podcast, a separate podcast that I would do where I actually research and do all this stuff. But when I listen to podcasts like Conspirate, it's just kind of intimidating to me, you know, because it's just so in depth. And so, I mean, it's, they put the work in and it, it really makes it better. You know, it really makes for a, you know, it's not one of these halfway done um, jobs, you know, and if you have not listened to Conspired, you should totally go over and, and, and check them out and rate them with five stars because that's what they deserve. And you should actually contact iTunes and tell them that they need a six star system because you found this podcast called Conspired that made you totally question the five star system. So, you know, we should do that too. We should start a campaign and do that. But uh, I have a like a promo of theirs, and it's actually a custom promo um, for the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. And custom, baby. That's how I roll. That's how I do custom everything, custom promos. But check out Conspired. Welcome back to Gerald Thinks Stuff, where I talk about stuff that just pops in my head and makes others laugh their asses off. Isn't that Glenn's tagline? Wait, are you sure? Pretty sure. Right, right, right. Okay, we're Conspired, a totally different podcast. Why don't you explain what Conspired is all about? Well, Conspired is a podcast that centers on discussions ranging from conspiracy theories to true crime to paranormal anomalies. Basically, we choose a topic in one of those categories each week, and Gerald and I discuss it. But the difference is that we have different perspectives on most. Gerald being the skeptic, and I being the believer. I think you meant Gerald being the right one. <laughs> no. I have the more interesting perspective, I should say. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter for regular updates by searching Conspired. C-O-N-S-P-E-A-R-E-D. Conspired. Like the spear you throw. Yes, like the spear you throw. Um, you can also find us on any of your favorite podcast listening apps by searching Conspired. Prepare for heated debates that almost always end in laughter. We like to hope so. Almost. <laughs> almost. But thank you, Glenn, for giving us this chance for this promo. Yes. Thanks, Glenn. Conspired people. I'm telling you, if you're not listening to Conspired, you're missing out. I've never steered you wrong, have I? <laughs> so today, I want to talk about one more thing today, and then I'll let you go and go about your business. Handle your business. Um, I want to talk about something maybe a little bit more seriously, um, but, you know, maybe not, maybe not, but it's something that I've been thinking about, and it's kind of reflection, looking back, um, like the older I get, the more I reflect back on things in my life, um, you know, behind me, 
and you know my your your perspective and outlook can change as you get older and you may feel or think differently about something than you did a year ago and that's just weird to me you know it could be the same exact thing and a year ago you didn't put a lot of thought into this thing but you know now you do and I think that that's good and I think that's that's healthy and I think that that's good you know self-awareness is good um I try to really be aware of myself and the thoughts that I have and um I like to think about them things and uh you know something that coming up on my birthday this year something that I've been thinking about um a good bit is stress and worry right and how kind of closely those two things are connected um because I guess for a long time I always thought worry and stress were the same exact thing but I think that there's a little difference between the two I think that stress is a like a demanding circumstance I'm a, I'm in a my circumstances are very demanding and that can produce stress in my life and just kind of you know how stress feels when you're just kind of wound tightly and I think the worry is when I'm anxious over something that's really going on and I'm worried about how it's going to play out in the outcome um, or it's like a it's like a potential circumstance like I could see this happening you know and a lot of worry never even materializes like it never the situation that you're worried about doesn't even happen you know a lot of times and people let worry just kind of erode and destroy them um, and I think that as I've gotten older and something that I've been trying to do you know for some years um, is not just kind of go with the flow and not let things get to me you know but sometimes stress especially will get to me you know and uh, I learned a lot from this guy um, that told me one time he said man just do the best that you can do and that's all that you can do and I've said that on my podcast before and I've thought about that you know hundreds if not thousands of times over the years because he told me um, I guess he told me that a little over 10 years ago and you know that makes a lot of sense and it sounds really simple and stupid but you know, if you really think about it, you know, if I do the best at what I do every day, then I have nothing to worry about, you know, and I think that stress is almost unavoidable, especially if you work um, in an environment, like if you have a job that's very demanding, it is very difficult not to get stressed out, you know, but if you do the best that you can do and just leave, leave it all out, you know, on the table, then, you know, that's all you can do, you know. And, you know, I think that that a lot of people worry and get anxious and that's put into you. Maybe it's like I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychologist. Let me put that disclaimer out there. So I don't know. And maybe somebody a lot smarter than me, which is probably everybody that will hear this will be like, man, you you confused. <laughs> but I think that a lot of people's worry 
um, like the anxiousness that's in you comes from something in your past or it's just who you are. Like there's a part of you that's just uneasy and like your personality trait could have something to do like you're more prone to be this way. You know what I mean? But I think that when I've worried about stuff myself, that anxious feeling usually is tied to something that happened to me in my past, right? And I think that, you know, just for me personally, something that I've kind of been thinking about lately is that um, when I'm looking back at something, and if it's something that didn't work out in my life that I wanted to work out in my life, or if it is an opportunity that I wanted that I never got or it just didn't pan out um it's kind of like this when a door shuts right when a door shuts i need to learn from the experience and i need to look ahead and i think that especially in my past and i see a lot of people i see a lot of people do this um in their lives and it just kind of totally bums me out when i see it is that it's like people look back at the door that was closed you know they they're they're not looking ahead in life they're looking back at the door that was closed and they're putting so much emphasis on that um you know maybe they don't talk about it a lot but it it it's almost like this disappointment or this bad thing happened in my life so going forward i'm gonna let that dictate you know itself manifest itself negatively in my life going forward and that's almost like I'm living backwards you know what I mean does that make any sense at all maybe I'm not explaining that good because I'm kind of like no no that don't make no sense (laughs) what I'm saying is if something bad happens right you need to kind of grow through it and not go through it that's what I'm saying you need to grow through things not just go through things because when something really crappy happens i want to get everything that i can get out of it so if there's anything that i can do differently or if there are positive changes that i need to make in my life um regarding you know this situation you know it might be something that it might be something that i can help in the future like help it not happen again or come at it from a different angle and I know this is I'm being really general and broad but that's what I'm purposely trying to do that right now Um, because this can apply to so many different things be it relationships being a job interviews being a you know your goal as a human my goal as a human being is to become better and better and you know a lot of times these negative things that happen in in my life be it something it could be something out of my control but my reaction to it is negative and if I'm not careful if I don't learn from that um I can get stuck on repeat you know I can get stuck on repeat and it can have negative it can become a part of who I am in a negative way does that make any sense at all I hope that it does it's something that I've thought about a lot lately and Um, It kind of makes sense in my head. And, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to repeat 
things that, you know, were not good, you know, because life is tough enough, you know, life is tough enough without, um, being like a dog that's chasing its tail, that it's like predictable, you know, I want to react to things better, I want to be able to deal with things better, I want to be able to go with the punches better, you know, and if like you're a boxer, and you're a rookie boxer, you know, you are going to get hit, you're going to take some face shots, you know what I mean, when you're coming up in the world of boxing, but you know, the, the, the more that you box, the more you learn to kind of bob and weave. And you will take a lot less punches to the face. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, when life throws a punch at you, the punches are still going to be there. You're still, there's still, life is going to throw punch after punch after punch. But if you learn to bob and weave and go with the flow, you know, it's like you'll get sweet moves. And... I think that that kind of that kind of an analogy kind of applies to life, and that's all I'm trying to say. That is all I'm trying to say, and I'm not trying to teach anybody anything. I'm just trying to talk about something that I've kind of been reflecting about in my life. And you know, with that being said, while I was talking about that, I kind of got distracted because I started thinking about the placenta again. And remember, in medieval times, when they had those spiky balls. You know, if the placenta deal in your belly button was really a thing, you could, they could have made some some casing with spikes on it. <laughs> you got to use that instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that seems like a good, totally good thought to leave you with today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed my podcast today. Thank you for uh, the listeners that I have and the people that have left me reviews thank you um for the support for the glenn thing stuff podcast that's really that means a lot to me you know and my sister always you know she'll make fun of me like oh i love you all so much and that's funny because maybe i am like that but i really do when people listen to my podcast i know that they take time out of their day and i know that people are busy i'm busy i'm crazy busy all the time and so when people take time out of their day to listen in to some guy they've never even met in real life, what, what does he think about? What's, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Maybe that's your mentality. What is wrong with this person? I just don't think he thinks normal. Something's wrong with mom listening to him. But I really do appreciate it, and I really do um, thank you for listening to me. And, you know, I'm at 40... 40 episodes now and that's kind of weird that's just wild to me uh that i have 40 podcast episodes but thanks for checking me out i am on twitter if you want to follow me on twitter um my handle is at glenn thinks stuff and i'm on there and you can you know talk some junk with me on twitter um i'll post other people's podcasts and you can bet your sweet bippy that every, every, every time, every time Conspire drops a podcast, I throw that, I throw that bad boy up there. Um, so you can check that out, but you should follow them, totally follow them on your own. Um, if you would, leave me a review on iTunes. Let me know how you like it. It can be five star. It can be one star. You know, I really don't care. I just want you to be true to yourself. 
that's what it's all about that helps me though because it bumps me up in uh, search results to where people can find the podcast but if you don't mess with iTunes that's cool I know a lot of people use other platforms and I'm available on all these different platforms and you probably know that because you're probably listening to me wherever you good and well want to so that's all cool if you want me to talk about uh, a certain topic you can shoot me an email glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com and I will ponder I will ponder your subject and then I'll talk about it on my podcast and I've done that a few times and it's been fun and I enjoy that so you can shoot me an email if you just want to say dude here's some criticism I got here's something that you should change up or do different or I didn't like this I like this Um, hopefully you liked it all but you know everybody doesn't like everybody and you know that's cool you can hit me up on my email Um, just thank you thank you for the support thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys in a week 41 we're going into new territory I guess every episode is new territory but 41 will definitely be new territory but love you guys be good to each other peace